Thank you for listening to this podcast from Living Hope Church in Skokie, Illinois, featuring the preaching of Pastor Daniel Mann. For more information about our church, please visit us online at livinghopechicago.com. We hope that today's message will encourage you in your relationship with God. like a big kid. I don't know about you, but especially around Christmas time. Uh, I love so much about Christmas. Um, And one of the things that I love doing is I love going to look at Christmas lights. And by the way, if you have not yet this year and are looking for some last minute places to look at Christmas lights, may I make a suggestion? Uh, Cicero and Devon, uh, the uh, Saganosh neighborhood has some beautiful displays of Christmas lights. We just went there last night, and it was, we do it something every year. Really enjoy that, so um, I would encourage you to do that if you're looking for something last minute to check out some Christmas lights. But I was reading about this week about the uh, tradition of Christmas lights, and it, it really it dates back to about the 17th century. In Germany, people used to attach small candles to outdoor trees and, and light them up. Now, how many of you think that would be a fire hazard right away? We'd be burning down our neighborhoods. And they would just light them for just a second, just long enough to kind of look at it, enjoy it, and then blow them out. But that's where they started. And then in 1880, a man that you've heard of named Thomas Edison, and he had a friend named Edward Johnson. And these two men introduced the first electric Christmas lights, and the rest is history. What is most fascinating to me, though, about this is the whole tradition dating back to the 17th century, the lighting of the candles on trees, uh, was actually designed by Christ-following people as a way to signify Jesus being the light of the world. And when you study the Bible, you'll find that God makes use of this metaphor of light and darkness very often. Uh, Light is often the way that God chooses to represent himself. In fact, light often symbolized God's presence. And there's a number of scripture verses uh, about that. Before we get to those, let me just read to you um, what the Bible says about Jesus in John 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, uh, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Notice these words. This is verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. It's John chapter 1. I just read to you verse 1 through 5. So again, as you study the Bible, you find that God makes great use of this metaphor of light as a way to represent and symbolize him. Let me give you some scripture that's on the screen. The Lord is called an everlasting light in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 19. In the Psalms, the Lord is called my light and my salvation, Psalm 21, or excuse me, 27 and verse 1. And 1 John 1, 5, it tells us that in God, in him is no darkness at all. God is said to be robed with light in Psalm 104.2. And 1 Timothy 6.16 tells us that God is one dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto. 
whom no man hath seen, neither can see. So in the Bible, God often manifested his presence with bright, shining displays of light. If you're familiar with the Old Testament, you know that God led the people of Israel by a cloud during the day and a pillar of fire at night, a bright, shining display in the heavens at night is how he guided and directed them. But of all the ways that God has manifested himself with light, there's no better example than in the Christmas story. Because in Luke chapter 2, as it was just read to us, verse 8 through 10, it says that the glory of the Lord shined all around the shepherds as they were watching their flock and received the message that night that a Savior was born in Bethlehem. And even the Magi, or the wise men in Matthew chapter 2, the scripture tells us that they went following a bright star that led them to where Jesus was at. Time and time again, we see God using light to guide people to himself, to teach people the way. But when we talk about light, we're not just talking about something. You see, God goes even further with this metaphor, where in what we just read in John chapter 1, the Bible goes a step further. When we talk about light, we're not just talking about something. The Bible says that we're talking about someone. That in the Gospel of John, Jesus is called the light of men. John chapter 1, verse 4. In John chapter 1, verse 9, he's called the true light. And in John chapter 8, verse 12, Jesus called himself the light of the world. Now, what does that mean? It means simply this. When Jesus says that he's the light of men, the true light, the light of the world, he's not saying that he is literal light, but what he's saying is that he has come into the world to bring salvation, to reveal God to us, to, to deliver us out of our darkness, out of our, our blindness, out of our ignorance, out of our deception. And he's come into the world to guide us to the true understanding of the Father. The scripture even tells us that there's a war going on between light and darkness in John 1, 5 and also in 2 Corinthians 6, 4. The Bible tells us that there's a kingdom of light and there's a kingdom of darkness. And the Bible talks about how that there are children of light and there are also children of darkness. But we've been going through a series. In the last few weeks, we've been talking about the fact that Christmas is about more than a baby. And so far, we've talked about the fact that Christmas is about the fact that the one who was laid in the manger in Bethlehem is more than a baby, that he is actually the Lord of the universe. He is God in flesh. This morning, we gathered and we learned that Jesus is the Lamb of God, that John 1.29 tells us came into the world to take away the sin of the world. And tonight I want us to reflect for just a few minutes about the fact that Jesus is the light of the world. He's more than a baby. He is the light of the world. He's more than a baby in a manger. He's the light of the world. That this light is a person and that his name is Jesus. He gives light to every man that we might believe on him, that we might follow him, that we might be saved and spend eternity in his kingdom. But we have a deep problem. And our deep problem is this, that we love darkness. And this is what John 3 tells us, that we love darkness, that we resist the light, 
uh, that we don't want to come to the light because we don't want the evil of our hearts exposed. So we resist the light of Jesus. But there's good news for us if we'll respond to the light that Jesus came to bring. I was thinking this week about a man in the Bible whose name was Saul. And on the outside, Saul looked like he had everything together. Uh, but Saul's heart was filled with darkness. And Saul was traveling on a journey when all of a sudden there was a light that shined from heaven. And he fell to the ground on the road where he was traveling. And he heard a voice. And the voice that he heard was the voice of Jesus. And Jesus spoke to him. And what Jesus spoke to him were words of light exposing who he was and exposing the way that God was guiding him in. And what Jesus said exposed his sin, it exposed what he was covering, exposed what no one else could see. And Jesus said to him, why are you fighting against me, resisting me, Saul? And it was that day that Saul had an encounter with the light of the world with the one that God had sent into the world to guide us out of our darkness. And what happened to Saul that day was that he believed on Christ. He followed the light of the world. He confessed his sinfulness. He confessed Jesus as Lord, and he was delivered from the darkness. And his life was dramatically changed, so changed that God changed his name from Saul to the Apostle Paul. Now, it was very painful experience and it always is when the light of jesus comes shining into your dark heart and my dark heart it's a painful sometimes even terrifying experience when when light exposes the darkness of our sinful hearts but that experience is nothing compared to the joy and the peace and the comfort that we experience when we are brought into the light of salvation and forgiveness because, see, Christmas is about the fact that God did not want us to stay sitting in our darkness. But Jesus went on to say in John chapter 8, verse 12, he said these words. He said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And I was thinking about this today as well. I was reading this morning and in John 18, this was just moments before Jesus was about to be crucified. And he was sitting before the man who, earthly speaking, had the power to crucify him or to let him go. That man's name was Pilate. And Pilate said to Jesus, they say that you refer to yourself as a king. Are you really a king? Pilate was asking this because he felt somewhat threatened by the fact that many people were calling Jesus the king of the Jews, the king of Israel. So he asked him directly, are you a king? And this is what Jesus said to him in John 18, 37. Pilate, there, Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice brings us all the way back to the beginning where Jesus was saying he's the light of men. He came to bear witness to the truth. What did he mean by that? He came so that you and I would know the truth and have the light to know how to get to God, how to find peace and forgiveness and salvation. He said, this is why I was born. 
I was born for this very purpose, to guide people to know the true and living God. So because of Christmas, we don't have to sit all of our lives in darkness because the one in the manger is not just a baby. He's the light of the world. And ever since that first Christmas, when, when the light of the world came into the world, uh, the light has been shining ever since. Metaphorically speaking, the light of God and his truth has been witnessed throughout the world. Jesus said in John 9, 5, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. He went on to say in John 12, 35, that just yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. And then in the next verse in John 12, 36, he says, While you have light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of light. I don't miss this. I know I've read a lot of verses to you, and they're probably all running together at this point. But what Jesus is saying is that all of us have a limited amount of time and exposure around the light. Don't miss this. You and I have a finite period of time in this life and a finite exposure to the light. And we have two options. Uh, we can be turning away from the light and walking more in darkness and choosing our own path. Or we can be like Saul, who became Paul. And we can, when we're confronted with the light that exposes our, our hearts and that painful experience, we can respond to that light. We can respond to Christ. Uh, we can follow the light that he's given us. And if we do, if we walk in that light and believe in that light, there'll be a transformation that takes place in us just as there was in Paul. You see, everyone who has believed on Jesus for salvation, confessed him as Savior, have found forgiveness in him, God calls you and I who believe on his son children of light. That's what he calls us. That we're children of light. And Jesus even called his followers. He said in Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world. You catch what happened? He said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. But I'm only going to be here a little while. And I'm leaving you as the children of the light. You're going to bear witness of the truth. You are the light of the world. See, although Jesus is no longer walking on this earth, his light is still shining. His light shines every day through each and every one of us who have been saved and forgiven by him. His light spreads, and it spreads one life at a time. One person shares the light with another person. And one life at a time, as we follow Christ, as we walk in the light, as we share the light of the gospel, what happens is one by one people are brought out of darkness, and they're brought into the kingdom of light. That they're, they're taken from being children of darkness, as we all once were, and they're brought into the family of light and are made children of light. If you committed your life to Jesus Christ or made a spiritual decision, we would like to rejoice with you. Please connect with us on our website, livinghopechicago.com. We hope you'll join us next time for another encouraging message from God's Word.